What is up, sports fans? Thanks for tuning in. My name is Fry. I am the host of the Sports by Fry podcast channel. Today is another episode of the Sunday Sit Down. So, of course, that means I'm joined by J-Lo. How are you, Jake? Yeah, good, mate. Just ticking along after a pretty rough weekend on my dream team. So, bouncing back, hopefully, this week. Yeah, we'll talk all things dream team and AFL. I'm going to touch a little bit on the uh, NBA. A couple of couple of days left. I think it's Wednesday the season finishes. So three days, four days left essentially. The Nuggets are clinging on to the faintest of hopes. They keep flirting with just making it back. Do you, so you need to basically win out yeah, we from do. here to make it. Yeah, we win both games we're in. So Portland tomorrow night, Minnesota on the last night, something mm, like that. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Interesting. We might talk about that a bit later. Um, check out sportsbyfry.com for all my articles um, nothing too exciting planned this week. I know that's not the, uh, the best selling point. I'm probably going to do my stock up and stock down on the NBA draft prospects. Um, I just released my video and podcast of the AFL Fantasy Round wrap-up for Round 3, so you can check that out, as well as my newest Compare the Pair video where I compare the careers of Chris Bosch and Chris Webber. But enough of that. Let's get started. We are very good uh, AFL fans. We actually, both of us stayed up and watched the Dockers and the Eagles. I did both. Yeah, well, good. congratulations, mate. I think I, a medal. I think I got about four and a half games of footy in this weekend out, pretty, of, out of nine, so I'll take that. That's not bad. impressive. Yeah, I'm just, I just don't care enough. Just, I'll only watch the Eagles. appreciate <laughs> <laughs> your honesty. Yeah. Just, You've always been a bit like that, though. Like, it's the same with basketball and... Yeah, I, uh, anyway. I've, I've grown into that more and more. I just care less and less about the, the wider league, of, or whether it's association leagues, whoever. I just care about my teams that more makes and sense. more. So. Speaking of your team, let's start with those boys, right. the, uh, the Eagles. Two and Big, one. Boys. Massive win. Massive win. It was, yeah. Everyone, everyone's been riding us off from the start of the year. I said we'd, I didn't think we would miss the eight. And uh, we're playing well. We've played well against good teams so far. Even the Sydney game was pretty respectable. Yeah, that is a good sign that you've put in good performances against good teams, That's not right. just against squids. So and missing our, arguably our most important player, yeah, uh, JK up front, and uh, still a few blokes to come back. The youngsters are contributing. They look real lively. I thought. I don't know if you thought the same. I thought they look really lively compared to usual. Anyway, yeah. Ven- I don't know what's going on with Venables. He. I think a couple of weeks ago you said he, it looks like he gets more of the footy than he does. Mm. It's a pretty accurate statement because I looked up. I don't know what he finished on for the game, but I looked up when I was having a look at my fantasy team because I've got him on the bench and he only had like thirty. I was mm. like, what the? I've got a swore he. At least touch the footy, but yeah, he and Willie Rioli are very like impact players. Like yeah. they do not lots, don't accumulate a lot, but yeah, they pinch hit and do bits and pieces every now and then. But yeah, he only had nine touches. I Venables. guess with I guess that with Venables, at least he's that says he's in the right position every time. Yeah, that's like a good he's, point. he's near the contest. Once a bit of a bit of timing and a bit of bit better positioning comes in, he should. Uh, should swing through and get plenty of the footy, hopefully Tom Mitchell style. Or He looks exactly like Shuey. Even if okay. you squint, he looks like Shuey. Yeah, I would say physically he does look a lot like Shuey. Yeah, a lot, I think everyone says that he's like a cut copy. They call him Shuey Jr. Um, and so if he can develop into anything like old uh, Luke, that'd be great. That'd be nice. Yeah, but around the ground, everyone was solid. Defensively, we're good. Except that third quarter was a bit, bit dodgy, but... 
I think, I guess we got pushed at some point. You're going to get pushed in every game at one. There's going to be one run. And we was, withstood it and, and, and got the win. It was so. really good to see when that run did come from the Cats. Because you always knew it was going to come. Mm. The Eagles steadied and then kicked a couple of goals to then give himself a bit of breathing room. It took, think a, they, took a while to steady. But they yeah. only won. Yeah, they ended up winning by about 15 points. But... Yeah, for a good period of time, I was like, oh, they could get overrun here, but mm. no, you boys held, held your nerve, so well done. Yeah, luckily Gary did his string, and uh, mm. that probably turned the match a little bit. But that said, I, it was funny, I didn't think Gary or Joel Selwood had a big impact. Neither, um, really. Danger was, was really good, but yeah, the, the big three, only one really stood up, which was great for us. Funnily enough, Shuey was had another down game. Yeah, it's... When if you ask me who dominated for you guys, it'd Sheed be tough and to, I would have said Sheed, but yeah. it would have been tough for me to pick one out of a, a lineup. There wasn't really like any point in time where I was like, "Wow, such and such is dominating." Like mm. it just turned out that towards the end of the game, Sheed and Gaff were the ones that had the most touches. And yeah, once again, Shuey still had twenty eight touches, but they were very quiet. You're right; they were. They weren't as impactful as usual. But you know, he he's got to take over the role for Mitchell and Pritter. So yeah, um, that's true. I guess someone's got to sacrifice a little bit. But, you know, still still got the win, so pretty stoked on it. Can't complain. Liam yeah, Ryan looks pretty solid. Kicked three goals again. Very back lively. Back very lively. He's looking great, isn't he? Yeah, fingers crossed that ankle sprain isn't, uh, isn't a lengthy stint on the sidelines. Oh, he's I still young. Surely he gets back up, right? Uh, maybe, maybe not. But there's a few other blokes to come back into the side, so it's, it's not the end of the world. You know, you could see a Francis Watson get a run, although he's had a pretty... Bad start. Yeah. The round one in the waffle was pretty shocking. So yeah, right. we'll see how it goes. But um, yeah, a bit of young blood coming through, just like your boys on the weekend. Yeah, good segue. I'll um, I'll take that and run it with it. It was a good segue until you said good segue. Yeah, <laughs> that makes it not so good. Ah, uh, well, doesn't matter. <laughs> Too late now. Um, yeah. So Frio actually got another. Another W, also 2-1. Can't believe it. Yeah, I don't think uh, anyone can, myself included. Although, if you look at who we've beaten, we've beaten Essendon and Gold Coast yeah, at home. It's a good point. Like, if you had told me at the start of the year we'd be sitting 2-1 two two and one and have beaten both those sides, I would have been like, oh, okay, that yeah. kind of makes sense. Yeah. You would but, take uh, it, but it's not a stretch. What's been no. promising, has, from my perspective at least, has been how good we've been defensively, like just watching mm. us shut teams down. I mean... The games haven't been massively convincing wins. I think both of them that we've won have been by about two or three goals. But still, it's good to see after the... Well, actually, we won by about 24 points or Mm. something. But yeah, it's good to see that we're not losing close games. We were pretty good at that last year as well. It was like, if the score was close, we'd grind out a win. But now we're really like locking down. I don't have all the numbers as to how many touches Gold Coast had or... You know how many disposals we're allowing or whatever, but I can just tell that Frio's like slowing it down. They're backing in their skills, which is something they haven't done for years. So, I think the the more important thing, the more encouraging thing for you boys is that there's blokes actually kicking the footy through the big sticks. Yeah, you know, thank God. It's You've about struggled time, for hey. so long since well since Pav really went went down. Not yeah, not retired. Not retired. But I agree. Became shit. Let's mm-hmm. be honest. Um, it's Happens been a real struggle. Days. It's been a real struggle for you guys. Like, and you know, Ballantyne's sort of faded off a bit, so there's no one's come through and filled that gap. But now, you know, Cam Cam looked likely, and there's a few of the youngsters coming through. So I tell you what, Cam McCarthy was actually really good, like around the ground with his skills. Like he was, 
bulleting a lot of passes, like just these absolute darts that guys were getting on the end of. That was it looked awesome. Yeah, good on him. There was a couple of the commentators were like, "Yeah, he looks like arguably one of the best like all around dudes, like skill wise." I was mm. like, "Well, let's pump the brakes a bit." Yeah, but yeah, um, it was good. I think that we only scored ninety six or something technically, but yeah, last week was the first time we topped a hundred points since like. <laughs> Around seven yonks ago, so yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, Five sure. looked invincible. Yeah, it's good to see him back. I, I felt I had a feeling he would have a good game this week. I nearly nabbed him in fantasy, but I've got Neil, so wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. But there you go, he came through. So. Yeah, I had Neil as well, and I also had uh, the aforementioned Gary Ablett, who yeah. his hamstring injury really cost me. For those that don't know, I made a made a <laughs> took a bold move. I tried to. You know, go against the, the grain and I chose Gary Albert as my captain instead of Tom Mitchell. Tom Mitchell had 146. No, 148. That's close to that, yeah. And uh, Gary Ablett had 71. So that's... And a, and a Dunhammy. I know. So yeah, Tom Mitchell actually outscored Gary Ablett with like... I had the C on Gary Ablett yeah. and Tom Mitchell still outscored him. Ouch, that's, that hurts. So that's, um, that's a massive kick in the nuts. I... Um, I've gone through and already started to look at some trades. Yeah, after watching Jared Lyons on the weekend, he looks he had 151. You're really sold on this young fella, aren't you? I am. He, it's funny, like Zach Merritt, I mean, he struggled against the Bulldogs, so it's, it's tough mm. to use him as an example. But, you know, through three weeks, um, Frio seems to be shutting down. Like, no one went off against us from Port Adelaide. No one went off against us from Essendon. But mm. Lyons still had 30 and 10. I think he kicked two goals as well. So, yeah, I think he could be a potential replacement for Gary, although there's a lot of... Because of Gary's price, I can essentially get any midfielder in the comp, so it's a bit of a blessing and a curse, because if I hit this pick, then it could work out awesome, but, Mm. yeah, there's a lot of different avenues I could go. How'd uh, how'd your team end up? What are you thinking of doing? Mine was was very miserable old week. I ended ended up with just shy of 1,800. Mm. I only had two blokes score... Over 100, and that was Mickey Walters with 106, yeah. and uh, Pendles. Uh, Kelly Ouch. Kelly was bad. Cripsy was my captain, only got me an 89, I think, something like that. Yeah. Um, so, it was rough. What I'm thinking of doing is chopping out old Lukey Parker. Yep. Uh, or, actually, I'm looking at... I'm looking He's at either, on the block for me as well. Yeah, I'm looking at either bringing in Paul Seedman or uh, perhaps Robbie Gray. I've got about 100... 100 grand to burn so with Parker out I could get any defender or any forward um, but not sure I'm looking at bringing in old uh, Nicky Caulfield from the Saints as well yeah had a good debut did Nicky Caulfield he's been so did you, did you hear about like his story in the preseason no nah, nah. so he was touted as like everyone's like oh yeah he's one of your like 22 rookie uh, 22 players to lock in on your ground like he's mm. a good rookie Looked good in both JLT games, and then round one rolled around and he just wasn't named. Wow. And everyone was yeah, like, right. what? Uh, this is weird. And then round two came and he still wasn't named, and everyone's like, oh, okay. So a lot of people, no one would have probably started with him for that reason, but mm. yeah, he looked really good. They got the cats on the weekend, St Kilda does, so that's... Okay. But yeah, like, I, don't, I don't know. It's still so early. I mean, there's a couple of players that we've got enough of a sample size now that we can make some assumptions, like... I traded out Zach Merritt and Michael Hibbard last yeah. week, and both of them, again, stank it up. So it's clear that they're going to be average this year. And Adam Trelaw is another one who's just struggling. Rocky. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. He has been through... What did he end up having on the weekend? Can you remember? 
Uh, no, I don't. 74, I think. That's ridiculous. So, yeah, tr- Adam Trelaw, who I was talking about before, his three games, he's gone 105, 90, and 84. Mm. And he was a guy that a lot of people were like, yep, pencil him in. He'll give us 110 each yeah. week. Nope. Tom Rockliffe, 52, 33, and then, like you said, he had 78 against the Lions. Maybe. Look, looking for the bottom of Tommy Rockliffe because he pro- could provide a fair bit of upside. You know, he could nope. very quickly add your... 100, 200 grand onto his price, so... Just needs to have one or two of those big Tom Rockley-like games. That's right. Yeah, interesting yeah. Uh, interesting fact, David Mundy now costs more than Tom Rockley. Wow, that's scary, isn't it's it? It's a bit of a fall from grace. Yeah. yeah, I think I've got my eye a little bit on Caulfield. Jared Lyons will probably... Uh, yeah, it'd be tough to avoid him this week. I'm really in on that guy. But yeah, a couple of other fantasy moves in the works. You can check out the Sports by Fry fantasy video and podcast that I've literally just released... To get all the other news from round three, let's transition from um, footy to basketball now. So I think with the exception of you, your Denver Nuggets, most of the playoff seeds are pretty much set in stone. Yeah. Like I don't see, the Clippers have been eliminated now, so they can't um, make the playoffs, but it's just a little, once again, I swear we say this every week, it's just between the fourth and the ninth seed, they just need to take shape. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. There are two games left. And the fourth seed still isn't locked in. Yeah, well, that's I fucking can't that's that. insane. Surely that hasn't West. happened before. West or east? Yeah, west. Right? The east is set. I think there's a little bit of um, jostling that can happen in the eastern standings, but maybe the Heat and the Bucks or something like that. The Wizards actually sitting eighth right now, so wow. they go up against the Raptors round one. Not a good matchup for the Raptors in the first. Well, neither team is playing really amazing as well at the moment. Mm. Like the Wizards, <laughs> Washington's lost four in a row. Yeah. And since Wall's back, I think they're like two and seven or something. Or maybe not that bad. But yeah, I know that I know that they're slumping a little bit in their life. But yeah, they use the last three or four games to find their mojo, then who knows? You're right, it's not a good matchup for Toronto. And at least the Wizards really do literally their two best players match up with the Rock, uh, Raptors two best players. So at the, the very worst, the Raptors are gonna be pretty knackered coming into versing you guys in the finals, hopefully. Yeah. Um, I'll take that. You know when that does happen, when and if. But yeah. yeah, the West is still—it's really wild. Like it always is. It's just a crazy, crazy conference. Who knows what's going on there? Just the clip, uh, the Nuggets, man. Who knows? So uh, here's the scenario with the Nuggets, right? They're sitting ninth, tied with the Timberwolves for the eight seed. Mm. They've got Portland tomorrow night. If they win that, they then have to beat Minnesota to make the playoffs. It's gonna, yeah. it's gonna be tight. I'm not sure. I'm not convinced we could do it. I'm. I'm guess I'm kind of hoping because the Blazers. Do they have the split over the Jazz? I'm not sure. That's actually, let me find out. Because they've got two games on the Jazz or a game and a half. Realistically, they're probably sitting pretty um, to not fall out of that third spot. So maybe they take it easy against. Yeah, the you need tomorrow, them. If Utah loses tonight, then I think that means. Blazers have the third. Yeah, Blazers. So they got the Lakers. So could it's not possible. Actually, they're playing now. Let me check the score. Hmm. Well, I check the score. Um, question time. Who do you think is the play non-playoff team? So let's not include your your guys at the moment because it's not set in stone. But another lottery team that you think stands the best chance of bouncing back next year. Well, it's pretty hard not to go with. The Knicks getting Porzingis back. Uh, I think I mean, with his they, ACL though, he might miss quite a bit of time. 
Yeah, okay. It was an early season ACL. I thought it was about halfway through the year, like around the All-Star break. It was before that. It was, yeah, it was a couple of weeks out from the All-Star. So we get, yeah, you're right. He might miss the first half. That would suck for the Knicks. God, they've gone yeah. through some crap. Oh, there you go. He played, he played 48 games yeah, this year. Yeah, there you go. First half. So, yeah, well, then, obviously not then. That's a good point you make. The Grizzlies with Conley and if Conley and um, Gasol hang around, it'd be yeah. hard to see them not turning around, especially if they add, like, a nice little pick this year. Imagine if they had Conley, Gasol, and then, say, Luka Doncic or yeah. Trey Young or something. It's a oh. tough one, though, because you, you don't expect the rookies to come in and make a huge impact, unless yeah, right. maybe it's a number one or top three pick, which, well, they could get, really. They're sitting... Pretty, pretty likely for it, but I, I would say the the Grizzlies. But who knows with them? They might just blow it all up. Honestly, um, it would it would make sense, really. Like they're not going to win a chip. They started to kind of blow it up last year, or they half blew it up, and, and they then... tried with Tyreek to blow it up. No, as well, and apparently they, they didn't. Yeah. Apparently they just weren't trading Tyreek, which makes and they just absolutely no sense. Him. That's so bizarre. It That's baffles a, me. Yeah. I genuinely think we could be better GMs than oh, these guys. At least in the basketball. Don't get me started, honestly. Um, we we just might quickly, sell many tickets. But. Just quickly, I've gone through and had a quick... Yeah, that's true. Gone through and had a quick look at these numbers. Utah, who's currently up by 10 against the Lakers. Hmm. And Portland play in the last game of the year. Oh. But Portland owns the tiebreaker... Uh, sorry, Utah owns a tiebreaker 2-1 to one wow. at the moment. Pretty massive. I'm trying to read these like... Portland and Utah tiebreakers over like the Thunder and the Teals and the Pelicans and honestly it's just so confusing yeah, I'm just like nah I'll, I'll worry about that later I'm like, I think it, it because it, the West has been so jumbled all year the tiebreakers are all over the place who would have thought that that the tiebreakers will literally determine uh, playoff seedings and could potentially determine like home court home, it, home yeah. court advantage for the first round I don't really remember the last time a genuine tiebreak Got like uh, sorted the playoffs out. Can't either. Remember the year that Anthony Davis hit that buzzer beating three against OKC? Uh, it rings a bell, yeah. It was like KD was still there. I think, I want to say oh, it was 2014 15. Sort of middle of the year and it, it, ref, it yeah, changed and, the Yeah, and that yeah. win got them over the line against the Thunder in the playoff race. Oh, that was the year that uh, must have been the year Durant got injured and Russell had the triple double. I think double. so, yeah. yeah okay. And they. Um, the Pelicans, I think, went to play the Warriors and got swept, but they had like an awesome four-game series. Anyway, Jeez, yeah. Well, but the, yeah, it's yeah. been a while in the in answer to uh, to your question. So, who, yeah. who have you got coming out of the, the lottery? It's it is a it's a tough pick. Honestly, the lottery teams might stay in the lottery. Well, I think the likes of Atlanta. So the bottom of the bottom of the barrel, like Orlando, Atlanta. Sacramento, Dallas, and Phoenix. I don't think any of them are coming up anytime soon. Unless Booker goes crazy and True. one of their, you know, two of the other young pieces really develops. Out of, we love Warren, don't we? We're I love TJ Warren, Warren yeah. fans. It's not beyond the realm of possibility. Like, he, if you look at the best, who's got the best player other than Paul Zingas on the Knicks, you would say probably Booker. Yeah. Out of all the lottery teams. Maybe Griffin, but mm. there's not a lot of great players down there. So no, you're right. A good good player can just make a playoff push, you know? So, it could be the Suns. That'd be fun to see them back. Although I genuinely hate the, that team of young individuals. They always clash with the Nuggets, hey? They've just, they're just really quite entitled little kids, I yeah, guess. Yeah. Like, they all think they're the man. There's no one really there tempering those egos. Um, 
it's funny. I just can't, I couldn't imagine being so cocky with a 20, 20 and sixty record. Yeah, but I know. Somehow, Mister Seventy point point per game. Did you see it? how yeah. much like shit there was about the anniversary of his seventy point game? It's I, like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's cool, but he scored seventy points in a loss, and he was just like chucking at the yeah. end of Paddy's stats. Like it was. seventy points is a big number of points. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, it was a little bit blown out of proportion. You'd expect the Clippers to drop, wouldn't you? Really? Yeah. The Lakers would be the only other one. For yeah, me. the Lakers were who I was going to say. So, yeah, we can go off a boring, massive tangent. Sad pick, but, uh, but yeah, I I had Charlotte pegged as a playoff team at the start of this yeah. year, and they're poisoned by just bad contracts. So mm-hmm. I don't think a massive amount of improvements in store. But if they hit on their pick, if they get like uh, let's say Kevin Knox. Mm. And he just becomes like a nice 15 to 20 point per game scorer, like TJ Warren almost. Um, that could happen. Detroit should. Detroit has to be in the playoffs next year, right? Unfortunately, the, unfortunately there's going to be a bit of sh- a shuffle in the front office, though. I was, and which is going to. There has to. Stan Van Gundy's got to lose one yeah. of his titles, if not both. And it, that brings me to my next point is that the other thing we're not looking at is the quality of. The organization and coach. So, mm. for that reason, like you could see the Hawks just putting another good team together. You're right. Um, yeah. You know, because they've got some nice pieces: Collins, Prince, um, even Schroeder's great. Like, he's a good player. Yeah, yeah, he is definitely. If that comes comes together, it's not beyond. I mean, I know they're literally last in the the league at the moment. Yeah, but much, I think. But I could see them a good team, not them. I'm not saying them, but a team with a great coach. You take a lot of a bad year. you take a lot of the like bottom feeding teams records with a bit of a grain of salt because you know they're all trying to do something. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. In saying that, though, I've kind of been screwed by the Nets because obviously the Cavs have their pick. Yeah. The Bulls have overtaken them now. Yeah. So Brooklyn's picking eighth. Ah oh, man. Yeah. Like there's still two games left with all the people in front of them, but I think best case scenario now we can pick sixth, and we're pretty much locked mm. into eighth. But hey, I'll take take the eight pick. Wow. So essentially, we traded Isaiah's bung hip and Jay Crowder. Well, essentially, you eight. traded Irving for whatever you're going to get. Really? Yeah. Well, you're right. That's true. Speaking of uh, Kyrie Irving, he's now officially out of the the rest of the year. He's been ruled out of the playoffs and the rest of the regular season. So. Apparently, the screws that are in his knee, or like in his kneecap, mm. from when he, remember he broke yeah. his kneecap in the finals? Yeah. Apparently, one of them is loose or infected or something. Oh, wow. So... Geez, infection's not what you want to hear. Something like that. So loose, you're like, oh, I'll just screw it up. But he missed like four or five games way back. I can't remember. It might have been last year, mm. first half of the year. And everyone was like, oh. And they, fla- they flagged it as knee tendonitis. And then... This next set that they kind of said was a bit more knee tendonitis, but apparently now this has come out that he's got, yeah, like infection and just... So it's a lot of grey area around that whole knee, which is nothing you want to hear from a, like, 25-year-old so potential bro- superstar. So he broke his kneecap. Broke his kneecap yeah. in the NBA Finals <clears throat> when we lost to the Warriors in the first year. Yeah. And yeah. apparently that is has been yeah. ongoing and has had a lot of knee issues. There's something about a broken kneecap... That to me, I just don't feel like you could ever come fully come back from that. I don't know why. In my mind, it just seems like a, hor- a horrific. It does. You're thing right. to happen. Didn't um, Blake Griffin? Is that the injury he did and missed his rookie year? Uh, yeah, something similar like that. thing. Yeah. yeah, and you kind of look and you're like, well, 
is it affecting him now? Really, like he's yeah, been pretty plagued. Uh, I don't like the. I don't like anything below the knees or below injuries. Really freak me out. Yeah. Um, in terms of like longevity and it, yeah, I think Kyrie ex- relies on his explosiveness and his like ability to out footwork people. Yeah, out maneuver. Uh, that's a pretty big red flag for me. Plus a bloke coming back from a another leg injury, mm. like a horrific leg injury. It's Not a bit worrying because luckily for them, they've had a ton of draft picks thanks to that's uh, true. Billy King and the Boston's uh, the the Nets. So they've got the Kings' unprotected pick next year as well. I think if it's first, it yeah. goes to Philly. But if it's second to anything else, it goes to Boston. Danny Ainge might be the best GM in the league, right? Yeah, I think it's. Pretty, hard pretty to, set in stone. To argue, yeah. Who else would be one of the I like, ones? Uh, is Presti? Oh yeah, yep. I like Presti. Oh, I gave him massive raps for the moves he made in the off season at the um, start of the uh, season, but mm. they haven't really come. And I love Masai Ujiri. Yeah, I can't believe the Nuggets let him go. Well, when he was at the Nuggets, he, he was like, a, he I was going to say, you guys were awesome, weren't he? He swung the mellow trade. He's yeah, was, yeah, he did the mellow trade, and he was like, I think he won Executive of the Year. Yeah. And then next Sounds year right, he walked, like, we just let him go. And it's I, I just couldn't believe it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the Kyrie thing is, is, is worrying. It's probably not worrying for... It's worrying for Boston's right now championship window. Yeah. But it doesn't... I, I don't think they're going to win a chip in the next three, four years anyway, honestly. You don't? No, I'm not convinced. I, you know me and Kyrie. I'm just not... I don't love a point guard who can't play much defence. Yeah, okay. Um, well, it's funny, actually, his defensive numbers playing with... Because Boston's so well-drilled defensively, his defensive numbers are heaps better, yeah, which well, is surprising. They're, they're better because they're Obviously, hit. I was going to say they're better because um, Brad Stevens is smart. He kind of did yeah. that a little bit with Isaiah Thomas last year as well. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I... And Gordon Hayward off a broken ankle. Mm, I'll, uh, I'll take the, the Cavs or the Warriors or... Any Greg Popovich program? Yeah, speak for that. Speaking of Greg Popovich, that leads into what I was going to talk about next. I heard something that Shaq said that he thinks Kawhi Leonard's going to Boston. Now I don't yeah, know. He did say that. I don't know what context it was taken out of, but it kind of leads into the question. For years, they've been talking about all these assets that the Celtics have had and packaging them together to get like Ant Davis or something mm. like that. If you're the Spurs and Boston comes to you and be like, yo, we've got all these pieces, let's talk a deal for Kawhi. From a San Antonio perspective, do you do mm. it? It's hard to imagine San Antonio ever blowing anything up. Like, I agree. Because it's not their ethos. Like when Lamarcus came to Pop and said he wanted to be traded, Pop was like, all right, well, we don't want to trade you. We're not going to get enough in return. Let's work through this and make it work. And Lamarcus has been an All NBA dude this year. Like, yeah, it's a it's a tough one. I would say it's I would say no, honestly, mm. for Kawhi. Who knows what's going on with Kawhi? But he's still a top five player when he's healthy. Yeah. Um, what if they? He op- doesn't have any weird leg things. He's just got weird little injuries going on. We don't know. That is a really weird situation. But so bizarre. Um, I, no, of course not. It, would you? There's no way, right? I don't know, like, it's interesting, if you're the Spurs right now, I mean, it de- depends totally on what their game plan is, but they always seem to find a way to just 
get the pieces together and win 50 games. Like, well, this is the first year in 18 years they're not yeah. going to win 50 games. They've got Murray coming through as yeah, well. Yeah, he like, looks some nice. Some nice little pieces. And Kyle Anderson's actually played pretty good this year while he's gone. And yeah. Rudy Gay's had flashes. He's old and a bit banged up now as well. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. if Hypothetically speaking, if Boston came to me as a Spurs GM or whoever and said, look, we'll give you, say, Jason Tatum and a Sacramento Kings pick and, I don't know, throw in a couple of other contracts to make things match, then I'd definitely, I'd definitely look at it. I would hear any offer, but let's be honest, I, I think the Spurs could very realistically win the chip next year. Next with year? Like, with like an old, tired Warriors, like older, like they're all actually getting older. Mm. Kevin's close to 30, Steph's 30 with 40-year-old ankles. Yeah, um, 50 Iggy's old. There's, they're getting... Their window is it's not closing, of course, but they're I vulnerable. It, I they're think it could vulnerable. be fair to say that their window like looks like it's going to. Cl- well, I don't know. No, right. because they. It's too soon to say they're going to. Yeah. They'll probably win this year, and then that'll you know change everything. But yeah, I, you're right. It's, I, getting, I it's getting to it's that point. But it, it's it's coming close. They're more vulnerable than ever. So is LeBron James, and like a healthy Kawhi Leonard and a good Lamarcus Aldridge with Greg Popovich. Yeah. Could totally just it could just be one of those championships that like that they seem to get in 07. They just picked one up, you know. Yeah, yeah. And they might just pick one up here when the rest of the league is kind of in like a bit of a holding period. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I get what you're saying. It's sort of next year is going to be a really funny year with the whole this free agency, a few rising teams, a few aging teams, a lot of big injuries in the league. Like the the Spurs are in a prime spot to win next year, like win it yeah. all. And I, so, of course not. Like, I wouldn't trade Kawhi for the world. I probably wouldn't trade Kawhi for anyone, if I'm being honest, except for, like, like the, the best number, like prospect in the league, Ben Simmons. After watching what he did against... Um, I'll never forget. I watched that Houston game where he had that massive block on um, Harden and then hit that three. That was one of the best, like, end-to-end plays I've ever mm. seen. And there's not... Like, I reckon there's... I don't even reckon LeBron could do that anymore at his age. Like, there's no. probably three dudes in the... Like, Ant Davis, maybe. Yeah. KD. And then probably Kawhi, like... Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. And I, KD's not... KD, if KD did that, you would be like, oh, that's like a big defensive play. Bro. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I can, look, I can totally see the, the value of... But, yeah, it just seems that... Is there anyone more healthy than a... Like, a genuinely... Sorry, is there anyone more valuable than a... Genuinely healthy Kawhi Leonard in the league. I don't think Probably there is. Not for my, not for mine. Because he he like does it on the defensive end first. That's the cool thing about Kawhi. I yeah. don't think there's anyone, any other superstar who's like a defender first. Not not Can't in my mind. Not a, not an all star, and not a top five ten player. So I think for mine, yeah. he, he might be, when he's healthy, the most valuable player in the league, mm. both ends of the floor, and just like, just what he means for the op- opposition, they yeah. have to be, do so you much to game on plan both so sides much, of the yeah. floor, it's just crazy, yeah. uh, particularly if he's got a Greg Popovich on the sidelines, totally the biggest. Not a bad coach, player. eh? Yeah, he's Pretty not good. bad. Speaking of coach, uh, have you got a pick for coach of the year? I know I'm, I'm dropping this on you now, so I'll go yeah, first if you want. No, it's Casey for me, but I, oh, okay. would, I would love to see Snyder win it, but I think it, you couldn't not give it to Casey. I reckon um, you've got to give it to Brad Stevens, considering 
He's at, they're only three wins behind the Raptors, and he's had no um, Hayward all year, and he's yeah. had no Irving for uh, about 20 games, I think it'll turn out to be. So, But, yeah, I think there's a couple of... like Still got a really good team, though. Snyder, um, Casey, or Stevens. Like, whichever one of those three <laughs> get Brown. it. Yeah. Well, who Third in the East. Pretty good. Yeah, that's 50 not a bad, wins not a bad point, actually. Remember, do you remember the rumblings... About halfway through the year of them potentially looking to fire him yeah. or like replace him, and then Embiid said it was that wasn't that long ago. That might have been at the start of this streak. It might have been. been. I think it was before the Super Bowl because I remember it was in that press conference when he said if they win seven in a row leading up to the Super Bowl, they'll he'll take the players or something. Do you remember that? I don't remember that, but there was a thing the other day, the Colin Cowherd thing, and Embiid said coward and oh, this, yeah, we right. coach yeah. a lot or something yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that, it that seems like, like they love the weeks. dude, and he seems like a good coach. So you're right, he could, he's well up there. They yeah. won, just won their 14th in a row. Yeah. So, I, look, I can't see anyone other than Casey getting it. You've got to reward the number one bloke. Um, can't give it to Dan. Tony, obviously. Uh, I see why you say Stevens, and I totally agree. And I, I think even more is, though, Quinn Snyder. He's a better example of that. Yeah. Because let's be honest, like, they had no go bad. Haywood left. Like. Yeah, but Boston's won 54 games. Yeah. Jazz right. 46. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. They're, only, they're only eight games less wins, like with, well, arguably worse yeah. injuries for the Celtics, though. It's an interesting one. I think most of the re- awards are pretty set in stone. We talked about them a, a little while ago, so we won't dive into that. But, yeah, the playoffs are almost here, mate. Three, roughly two games left for each squad, and then... The real season begins. Don't know if I'm excited or not because uh, don't know if the Nugs will be in there. So, who are you going to uh, get on anyone's bandwagon if the Nugs aren't in, or uh, are you just going to watch and we'll just try and bide your time for next year? Uh, I'm a huge Russell Westbrook fan, so I'd mm. like, and I would l- love to see them versus the Warriors in round one, which it's well might very well happen. That'd be insane. How would you be if you were the Warriors and just? Out of nowhere, round one, like game one, round one, Kawhi just is like, yeah, I'm back. And you're just like, are you fucking you got to be joking. Yeah. <laughs> Pops just like rubs his hands together. Yeah. He's like, you all fell for it. I'd be, I'd be, that'd be pro- dope. I'd be lying if I said I probably wasn't going for the Cavs or the Sixers in the East. Um, just because I want to see LeBron's greatness continue and the right. Sixers are just really fun. Yeah, um, yeah. And yeah, the Jazz, probably the Jazz and the Thunder. Um, although, I'm getting right, right behind Kawhi Leonard at the moment. So. Yeah, I don't really have anyone apart from Cleveland, understandably. However, I do like a lot of the West teams and I kind of, I'm looking forward to just seeing the, mm. the, the chaos that will unfold in the first round. I would honest, I'm just looking at it now, pretty much all of my least favourite teams aren't playing in the playoffs. Handy. Literally in the West, other than obviously the Nuggets, my least favourite teams are out of the playoffs. How weird's that? That is odd. Mm. Good though, you take it. Yeah, definitely. Should make for a good playoffs. Fuck all those guys. So. Suck shit, Denver Booker. Unless you hear this and I'll be a mate if you want to chill out, Dev. So. Maybe. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not a bad dude, but... Uh, he's probably a great dude. Just, he just... He just You're right. He does, at the Nuggets. So. I was going to say, he does... That's yeah, I was listening to the um, Road Tripping podcast with Richard Jefferson the other day and they were interviewing. It was him, Trey Lyles, Mason Plumley, I think Paul Millsap. And they were talking something about the Suns. 
And Jefferson's like, well, let's be careful what we say about the Suns because last time we said something on the podcast and they came out fire and so oh, yeah. let's just settle to it. Yeah. It's funny if you boys would have a rivalry and they'd start being good. That'd be cool. It'd be, it'd be nice. There's no great rivalries for the Nuggets except maybe the Wolves that seem pretty pretty like likely the other day when we played them. And then yeah. Kat and Jokic both got... No, Jokic didn't get fouled out. Cat did. It was just really chippy down the line. I could see that happening for years to come. Two yeah, young teams. That would be interesting. It'd be great fun. Division rivals already. Um, just FYI, I'm having a look here through the the Masters um, at Augusta. Just finished up. How Tiger go? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to find. I think he finished negative three for the weekend. Oh, at least he was over. Or maybe he was for negative while, three for the day. Yeah. He wasn't looking... There he is. So he finished... Tied for 32nd. Good on you, Todd. He was one over for the weekend. Negative three on today. Well, look, you know, he's old, so... Patrick Reed won it. Never heard Good of him. Good on you, Paddy. Good on you, Paddy. Well, you said he was a first-time winner, didn't you? Yeah, so, yeah. so like nine of the last ten majors have been won by first-time winners. Unbelievable. Jordan yeah. Spieth and Ricky Fowler were both over like negative five for the day. They came in hard, but... Ricky Fowler... The, the rock star, yeah. the rock star of the golfing world with his forward, forward, flat oh. peak cap. The man, the myth, the legend. It's, I don't watch a lot of golf, but it's funny, whenever one of the majors is on, I really like follow it. It's yeah, bizarre. I, I only like Augusta, and I only like Augusta just because the golf course is awesome. Golf course is amazing. It looks great, and that's literally all like, I don't give a fuck. Bill Simmons and his dad went, I think they only went to day one, but I was having a look through his um, Instagram stories and stuff like that, and you're not allowed to like take your phones on the course. Whoa. Or anything, like you go into the kind of like the, Mm. I don't know, golf course or like the area, and they just take your phone. So he said all day he was enjoying the golf, loving it, having a good time, and then came and checked his phone and saw the news about Kyrie being out. Oh, no. Celtics fan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, that would suck, eh? Yeah, that would suck. Nice. Um, I don't think there's too much else to talk about. The uh, only other thing that I was going to mention was the debacle that is uh, Conor McGregor. Oh, wow. Since we last spoke, he's, uh, he's been in the news quite a bit as... Uh, Old mate Connor. He just really lost it, didn't he? Like, genuinely, he really snapped on that one. For real. Like, that was crazy. And, like, Connor is crazy. And most UFC guys are really, like, they do have a short fuse. But that was (laughs) just... That was unbelievable. He must have been drunk or high or something. Like, you don't just just do that, right? Like, you have to be intoxicated, like, under the influence of something. Or maybe he just was... He was whacked. I don't know what Maybe was going he was on, on a tr- horse tranquilizer or something like Maybe, that. Maybe who like, knows? Do you reckon? Um, do you reckon that'll like put a dampener on his legacy or anything like that? Like, uh, I could, uh, there's fighters can in any of the fighting disciplines get away with. I was a just going to say he kind of t- almost fight commit off murder and just you know, like, you're paid to beat the shit out of someone else. Like people don't care if you're no. the baddest dude on the planet. It's like all right, well. That actually makes sense. Like, just don't fuck with this guy. Yeah. So they considered that was crazy. It was just a, just a hilarious, honestly. It was pretty funny, um, yeah. <laughs> like, he did, no one got hurt. It's just, it, if you look at it from that angle, it's, it's fucking funny <laughs> shit. So, that is funny. That's all I'll say to, to that. What's up, Connor? Shout out to Connor. He's, yeah, he might find in. his way to the uh, Sports by Fry podcast. Sure you never know. Sure, Strange things have happened. Um, your boy's got another home game next week. Gold Coast plays the Eagles. Next week. 
Yeah, back to back games at Optus. What, what a funny situation! I would almost prefer to just cop uh, a week cop, in Perth. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Burswood and just chill right next to the stadium, train on the so surface. Much sense. Yeah, yeah. I, it's a funny one. I don't know what the situation is. Has that ever happened before? What a team! A team has week? no. Has a team ever had back to back games in Perth? I that don't, wasn't probably not. Team. Not that I can know of. But that is crazy. So they sold the game to West Coast uh, to Frio. Yeah. Is so right? basically, they yeah they sold a home game to us. So we had what? Why back to back? I don't know because they're trying to make money. They made tons of money by selling oh. it to us, and apparently they've got a lot of members in WA, mm. like outside of Gold Coast. Clever. They're second most um, amount of members is in WA so they were like well we're going to get a decent crowd there anyway we may as well give the Dockers the game and make a shitload of money out of it so jeez it's lucky it's you boys got the the back like the there's two straight home games and yeah, not us handy. oh well we get it too actually yeah well, so what? That's so confusing. it's confusing but all I know is that we have the Giants this week in Canberra oh no so this is the real test of our in Canberra defense. not oh, at Skoda no nah, not at Skoda oh U N S W Canberra. So expect all seventeen people there to uh, be in for a treat. Yeah, it's gonna be a nice chilly. Game Imagine if we it. take that one out. Well, it'd be a huge win. I, I, it's not impossible. It's not. What I'd like to see. Good is... luck stopping Cornelio and Kelly. Though. Yeah, look ridiculous. Shields been down though. Shields been down. Taranto had a crap game. Yeah, he did Tim. last week. Brought Timmy. him in. Brought him in, and he really did shafted me. Yeah, I dodged. I dodged a bit of a bullet there. Spilling on that one. Um. Yeah, I, Dockers are in a weird place. I want to. We were pressing so much in that game against Gold Coast. We kicked thirteen goals, eighteen or something. Mm. Um, we just couldn't put a massive score on the board early. So, if we get a bit better at conversion, then yeah, we can. Who knows? But I think as long as we don't get belted by the Giants, like if we lose by five goals, I'll be pretty happy. Mm. Um, although, yeah, I'm torn because I'm like, well, I know we're not going to win the flag this year. Yeah, I would kind of rather us to lose 15 games and get a top pick, but all we need is a a key forward. Let's be honest, those top picks never come through. Like, the the no one draft picks usually just among. Among. (laughs) Among. Yeah. (laughs) What a word. Um, All right, before we go, we've got a couple of birthday shout outs. So, Shetty Osman of the Cavaliers, my mate. Oh, yeah. Mm. What did you say about him last night, or the other night when we were watching him? He looks weird or something. He's a weird looking dude, but I can't remember what I said. Yeah, neither can yeah. I. His He's birthday. It's also uh, one of our one of our favourites birthday Goldman. today. No, not quite. Taylor Kitsch, oh, aka hey. Timmy Riggins. Happy birthday, T Rig. Man. Texas forever. Yeah, Texas forever. Um now that we've given those boys a birthday shout out, that's pretty much it. I don't think there's anything else to really cover. We're at a weird point in the sporting year. Like yeah. the Baseball, I'm trying to get a bit into, and it's not that great. That Blue Jays are looking all right, though, but once it warms up, that's when apparently the baseball season really kicks in. Mm. Um, I don't follow ice hockey, so no. I'm trying to, but no. Footy's hard to watch because it's on at midnight, and then the NBA season's nearly done and dusted. So, yeah, weird time in the sporting calendar. Yeah, we'll but... be in trouble once the NBA's done, won't we? Yeah, what, what have we got to look to forward do? to? Baseball and footy, I guess, but that's about it. Yeah, NFL's way off. Yeah, it doesn't start until like September or Jeez. something. Jeez. Alright, we might have to get into the uh, Blue Jays, Frizy. I'll get around the Blue Jays. I'll get around them, I'm not going to get into them. I'll, just, I find I'll base- just use my time. Baseball is very similar to soccer as a sport, 
And I don't think it's just because it's a low-scoring game, but it's just like there's not a lot happening. Mm. You know, like even in like if a footy game goes like is a bit of a slugfest and the end score is like fifty to sixty, yeah. at least you, there's like hard competing and big hits. Yeah, there's, big tackles. it's usually scrappy. Even if it's wet or something, it makes you know you someone does something that's really skilled, it makes you appreciate it. But yeah, if it comes to baseball and soccer, I just big Nanui spear tackle. Yeah. Oh, remember. Last I'd, night. Yeah. yeah, it was a big game, man. Yeah, it's huge. Boys and girls, if you have not watched, I don't even know how you'd find it. Oh, it'll be in the match highlights. Hopefully. Go to YouTube and watch the Eagles Geelong match highlights. It was in the first quarter. No, I thought maybe it was, second. I, I actually have no gauge on when it was. Watch I the whole thing, the... and you'll know when it comes through. Natanui just poleaxed this yeah, dude. Absolutely pile drive something. Oh, yeah. that was awesome. It might even be on the top ten for the round. I hope not. But so. um, all right, that's us done and dusted. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining once again, J-Lo. All right, mate. Um, go Nuggets. Yep. we got yeah, Portland and Minnesota. They're only two teams in the way. Two wins and then... Uh, Cross your fingers, Then everybody. you set yourself a nice little date with the Houston Rockets. Yeah. We, hey, we, we got swept by them this year, so that'll be fun. <laughs> but you know what? We're on a bit of a run here. So Five in a row you've got. Stranger things have happened. Agreed. Yeah. All right. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Uh, make sure you give us a rating and review on iTunes. Thumbs up, of course. Um, you can find the episodes on SoundCloud as well as Anchor. Until next time, peace.